Welcome to the Road to Success on Flat Tires, the podcast that dives into entrepreneurship, wealth, and the secrets to success. You have the training and the talent to succeed, but do you have the guts to fail? I love what I do. When you love what you do, you want to be the best at it. Today is about the power of you. You will change the world. Find your path to success through the journey of those who have succeeded. And now, your host, Zeke. Gang, 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 what is good, everyone? Um, This is another episode of The Road of Success, The Road to Success on Flat Tires. Um, This is the first part of our stock market episode. Um, Just tell you guys how I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty good today, you know. Um, Today's pretty chill, early in the morning in Houston, beautiful weather outside, Um all this coronavirus stuff, man. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to get into it. But um, uh, basically, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the stock market, uh, the basics about it, and um, you know what day trading is, long term trading options, and uh, much more. Um, I had to break this episode into like two parts, you know, just to try to simplify everything about investing and so on. So, you know, we'll just get into it. So when someone gets interested in the stock market, all they really hear is great stories about people changing their financial status and how much traders can make in a single day. Um, A lot of people just don't know how to start, though. So, you know, most people will also be given advice to just, you know, just start a 401k or just stay away from the stock market or this and that or the market is a scam or a gamble. But let me tell you guys, it's just it's just bullshit. You know, um, I have friends and people I know who are playing the stock market every day, whether it's part time or full time. They're making a lot of money. Um, yes, there is people losing money as well. But with the correct teachings and, you know, proper risk management, you know, hopefully that's not you. Um, I'm not saying everyone will get rich in the stock market. You know, there's some people making an extra 20,000 a year. There's some people making an extra 50,000 a year or even 5,000 a year. Um, there's some people I know who who are making, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars a year or even making a million dollars or more a year, you know. So it's basically up to you and what you want to do. So, you know, first off in the stock market world, pre-market hours start at four AM, but most brokerages uh start their pre-market trading at seven AM until when the markets actually open at nine thirty AM Eastern. Uh, pre-market is basically the period of trading activity that occurs before the regular market session. So uh, many investors and traders, you know, they watch the market in pre-market, you know, they watch the activity in the pre-market to basically judge the strength and direction of the market in anticipation of the regular trading session. So um, now the actual stock market hours are from 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. After hours are 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., but some brokerages go to 8 p.m., Uh, Stocks are not as liquid during after hours. Um, Traders or investors can use after hours if news break after the close of the market, such as earnings report. But I usually tell everyone to, you know, remember that after hours is very risky to trade due to liquidity. Um, 
for me personally, Mondays are usually great days to trade because of, you know, there's new press releases and activity out there. Um, I trade Monday through Thursday. Um, I don't usually trade Fridays, especially if there's an upcoming holiday because of, you know, because on Friday there's lack of press releases, press releases, uh, which decrease hype and excitement and the lack of traders, which is, you know, equates the lack of volume. So also traders are also looking to start their weekend early on, for, you know, on Friday. So not a lot of people are trying to like get in there and just, you know, trade all day. They're looking to make money within the first 30 to 60 minutes and just get out. So usually on Fridays, I go over recap or lessons to just ba- basically better my game. Um, now, that doesn't mean you still can't trade on Friday. There's still people making a lot of money on Fridays. But for me personally, you know, I just like to trade Monday through Thursday because, you know, Friday, there's just not a lot of news and stuff out. So, you know, you have to make money quickly you know, the first hour and then just be out. Um, you know, I usually trade one to two times a day. I lock up my profits and I call it a day. Now, if I do get a loss, I may try to regain that loss, but you know, I don't try to overtrade or, you know, get emotional because, you know, that can lead to more losses. Um, now me personally, you know, I'm up by 7am and on, and I go up on my computer, look at the scanners, look at different stock websites, read up on news, press releases, and just look at different chart setups. Um, the market is usually hot in the morning until it gets to around 11 a.m. Eastern and then it just starts to slow down. Then around 12 to 2 p.m., they usually call it the lunch hour. So it's usually slow. I mean, you can still trade, but it's, it's usually just slow hours um, around 2 p.m., you know, to 3 p.m. We're just preparing for power hour. So um, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. is called the power hour because it's where quick plays can come about or you're just waiting for a swing play or something like that. So some people, are, you guys are probably asking, like, what the heck is a power hour? So power hour is basically when the biggest moves come in low price stocks, especially. So the two power hours usually happen around 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. and 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. So the majority of um, you know volatility and you know opportunities happen during these times. Now, um, so that basically like that basically sums up to basically what I mean is that from 930 to 1030 and then from three to four is usually the hot, 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 you know, hours to trade stocks, if you're especially if you're, you're day trading. Now, when it comes to trading, you may have heard, you know, bidding and selling, you know, what is a bid or sell on the time and sales sheet? Like when it comes to stock trading, uh, bid price is what buyers are willing to pay for it. The ask price is what sellers are willing to take for it. Um, if you are selling the stock, you're going to get the bid price. If you are buying, you'll get the ask price. Um, basically, if you guys study more in debt about bid and ask, you know, in the, the sales sheet, you know, you'll know a lot about the price movement, support and resistance and so on. So there's another thing in the stock market called halts. So what is a trading halt? So it's when there's a temporary suspension of trading for a particular stock at one or more exchanges. Uh, trading halts usually happen when there is an order imbalance or a technical glitch or a regulatory uh, concern, or maybe there's a there's news coming out for a stock. So maybe you may get halted because of that. So when a halt is in effect, no orders can go through. So open orders may be canceled and options can still be exercised. Um, usually if there's some positive or negative news that's basically about to come out for like, you know, a company and these companies agree to pass that information to stock exchanges such as like the Nasdaq or New York Stock Exchange prior to announcing it to the general public, then they'll halt that stock before, you know, they release it out to the, uh, the news to the public. Now, in order to promote the equal spread of information and fair trading based on that information, these exchanges may decide to halt, you know, that stock temporarily before the information is released. Now, also, according to the United States securities law, um, the SEC could 
halt a stock, a publicly traded stock for up to 10 days if it believes the investing public is at risk of trading it. Um, those risks can include, uh, you know, failing to, you know, file periodic uh, reports like quarterly or annual financial statements. Uh, there are times when stocks have been suspended for even over 10 days. And if you are stuck in a halt, you know, you can't take out your funds. You can't do anything until that stock gets unhalted, you know, and there's a chance you could potentially even lose that money. Um, there's different types of halt. So the first halt is called the T1 halt. It's when a company is halted ahead of pending release of material news. What I, like what I said earlier, uh, T5 halt is when a stock moves 10% in five minutes. Those are usually parabolic parabolic mover so like if a stock moves too fast within five minutes you know there could be a t5 halt on it um now we do have something called the infamous t12 halt you know a lot of you traders if you know what that is the t12 halt is basically when nasdaq requests additional information from the company so if a company has a t12 halt they pretty much got called into the principal's office and you know i look at it as pretty much bad news but it's not always bad news but i I look at it as bad news you get called into the principal's office you did something wrong so like for let's say for example, let's say if a stock soared from $5 to $120 per share in just a week and there's just no credible news or any good reason why it jumped from $5 to $120. That's just not normal. So obviously that stock is going to get a T12 hold. You know, SEC uh, may suspect manipulative activity or they just want information about why the company and, you know, the stock is acting out of normal. So they're going to pit in the T12 halt and try to figure out what's going on. And, you know, if obviously it's not credible, then, yeah, there's going to be problems. Um, you know, the stock exchange, the stock exchanges can also take measures for panic selling overall in the stock market and halt trading market wide, which are called circuit breakers. So, like, for example, you know, with this COVID, coronavirus stuff all going on, um, you know, when there's just a whole market selling. People are just panic selling because, you know, they're going crazy. Like, oh, my God, what's going on with the world and the economy and this, this and that? You know, it can trigger a circuit breaker. Um, they kick in when the S&P 500 index drops 7% for level one, 13% for level two, and 20% for level three from prior day's close. So if it's level one or level two halt, um, it'll just stop trading for 15 minutes if it's just before 325 p.m. So, um uh, that's basically what that is for the circuit breakers. So before I go over my list on how to start, you know, stock trading, let's just take a quick break right here before we end uh, part one. And then we'll just go over some uh, trading setup and some tips. Right, guys, and we are back. So, um, you know, let's just go over, you know, trading setup stuff you should have. You know, if you want to be a, you know, a day trader, you know, stock trader, anything like that. Um, basically, yes, you can trade from your phone, right? Because you can trade from anywhere around the world as long as you have internet. You can trade from your phone, but I prefer, you know, having a desktop or a laptop or something sitting somewhere. You can trade from your laptop. You know, at some beach, you can trade from home. You can trade from anywhere as long as you have Internet. Um, You know, you want to have if you do go the desktop route or even a laptop route, and you're at home. It is beneficial to have two or three monitors or have a big 
screen because you know you're going to want additional screens for like the scanners the charts or you're looking up different stocks so you're not just looking at one stock especially if you want to get really professional or get more into debt as in you know get more serious with stock trading you're going to want additional um monitors you're going to want to look up scanners to look up stuff for news so you can look up all the news for the stocks um maybe you want different scanners to look up different type of analysis and stuff like that for a stock so um let me go into uh my, you know, how to get started for stock trading. So number one, you're going to want to find a good mentor. There are a lot of mentors out there. Some are average, some are good. Most of them are fake or just trying to make a buck off subscriptions. So this is what they do. They basically pay a lot for marketing for their chat rooms and they stream to get a lot of people who are looking to get rich or who are people who are basically just looking on the internet to try to find ways to get rich. They pull them in with their marketing tactics and then get them to sign up for this chat room and a lot and some of these mentors aren't good they're not teaching the proper ways to trade and you know giving lessons and stuff like that they're just giving alerts and thinking that people are going to get rich people fall for these things they pay like so much money per month for these subscriptions making these mentors rich off subscriptions and then they're losing out on trades and then they call the stock market a scam and this this and that so they don't know that these so-called gurus, you know, a lot of people call them furus, you know, they make money off their marketing tactics, like I said, and they're not credible when it comes to stock trading, nor do they show any proof of their profit and loss statement. So you just have to be careful with some of these people out here. I'm not going to name any names or any chat rooms or anything like that. You can do your research online yourself, or you can DM or email me and I can give you some information regarding that. Who can, maybe if you want to get into stock trading, I have some, you know, friends that are teaching people well and giving them the good insights and knowledge. Uh, for stock trading. Um, also, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of there's credible mentors out there who still get bad names or bad reviews just because they're so successful and doing well. Like, you know, some of my friends who are really successful at stock trading, they do get bad reviews because people are like, oh, no, he's fake. This is and that. But I'm like, my friends are showing their profit and losses. They're teaching people. I'm, I'm in their chat rooms looking them out and stuff like that. You know, and I'm real critical with all that stuff. So, you know, you just got to make sure you find someone who can teach you you know, along the way, if you want to get serious with stock trading. Uh, number two is study the stock market. If you want to gain knowledge on any field in life, you have to be willing to study. You know, there's video lessons out there. There's books and many more. So there's free videos on YouTube as well. Use Google. Like there's so much information out there. Don't rely on, you know, just like, oh, I'm just going to get into stock trading and just get rich. I don't need to study and stuff like that. Like, no, you need to actually study and know what you're doing. You know, that just goes with any anything in life. Uh, number three is watch live trading. So you want to w- watch a professional, tr- a professional trader trade and look at their moves and how they read the charts and how they buy and sell certain areas, especially for the day traders. Uh, it would give you a glimpse on how things are ran so you don't just run feet first. Um, there are chat rooms out there for free. There's other chat rooms that are paid. They have free trials. You can also go on YouTube and watch some live stream. Just look at stuff online, watch videos, and just watch how people trade and stuff like that before you jump in. Um, number four is paper trading. This is very important thing, especially when you want to um, get into stock trading. I don't want people to go in uh, using cash. You know, I don't want you using your money. I want you to use fake money first and actually understand what you're doing before you get into stock trading. So paper trading. When you've studied the fundamentals and you also learned about technical analysis, then it's time for you to paper trade now. Uh, paper trade is trading with fake money on the stock market with real time data. So basically what you're doing is, you know, you're on this platform, you know, and you're trading in the stock market, but you're trading with fake money. Uh, you're going to use that fake money to, you know, you know, learn the charts, learn entries and exits. 
Uh, even though it's not real money, it's practice, you know, so you're basically going to just basically practice. So if you're in a chat room or, you know, you're learning how to trade stocks and stuff like that, you know, you trade with fake money. So you, you understand, you, you know what you're doing pretty much with the platform. Uh, number five is actually saving up for an account. So I always recommend people, if you want to get into day trading, whether it's part-time or full-time, you actually want to start, you know, investing in the stock park market. I always tell people at least have $1,500 or more. The more you have, the better. But I don't want you going into your emergency savings and draining that out or, you know, anything like that. If you have a good, you know, 1500 even if it's just 1000 that's fine. But if you had at least 1500 to $2,000, that's, you know, that's definitely good. Um, if you're going to be a long-term trader instead, I mean, that's kind of different. But, you know... Whatever you can start with is fine, but, you know, the lower buying power, it's going to be harder for you to grow because, you know, it's just you're not going to be able to pick up that many shares. So, you know, as long as you can start off with a good amount of money, like I said, around, you know, thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, you know, you can start good and start growing from there. Uh, number six is opening an online brokerage. So I know there's this one uh, particular brokerage out there that most people are using, right, because it's free. And this, you know, this, you know, this brokerage, they market themselves as, you know, oh, everything is free and everything like that. Um, you know, their their color is light green, you know, with a white uh, leaf logo. I'm not going to name the name or anything. But anyways, this brokerage is meant for long term trading or maybe options trading. You know, their trade execution, all that is just not great. So I wouldn't use them for day trading. You need a good broker where you're going to get like fast trade execution. You're going to get good features and it's going to be worth your money. Um, and now, right now they don't charge, most brokers don't charge for stocks at all. You know, they don't charge you for stocks at all or anything like that. But this one brokerage, I'm pretty sure you guys might know what I'm talking about. If you don't, like I said, just DM or email and email me. A lot of people are trying to use it for day trading and it's not good. You should only use it for maybe if you want to invest long-term or options. Uh, and then number seven, after all that, you start your real life trading and make this money, you know, be consistent, take profits when it's there. Don't be greedy. Um, it's going to take people like a couple months. I honestly say like, look, when you get into stock trading, right, you want to find a mentor, get into a chat room, start learning, watching videos and study and stuff like that. Uh, once you do all that, you start learning about stock trading and the charts and the fundamentals and the technical analysis. Then you get into paper trading. You want to paper trade for at least a couple months or something like that. If you can at least two months or something like that, just understand what you're doing before you go in with your actual money. And then once you go in with your actual money, then keep learning, keep studying, but like start trading and just be consistent and don't trade over or don't be emotional and all that stuff like that. Um, number eight, last but not least, uh, the trading days per year. So there's 252 trading days per year. So this is how I look at, this is how I look at it when I want to build my portfolio, my portfolio. So $200 a day, right? It's 50,000 a year. $400 a day is a hundred thousand dollars a year. $1,000 a day is $250,000 a year. And 4,000 a day is $1 million a year. Now that's, Obviously, that's equating to the 252 trading days per year. So I always tell people when you first start getting to trading and you start building that money and stuff like that, it's okay if you only made $200 that day. Don't look at other people's profit like, wow, he made 600. He made a thousand. He made 2000. If you make $200 a day, that's 50,000 a year. A lot of people are not making $50,000 a year or you make $400 a day. That's a hundred thousand. That's $100,000 a year. As your, your buying power starts to grow, as you start making more money and your buying power grows, you're able to get more shares. You're able to, you know, play more. And then your obviously returns will be more, 
were bigger and then you can grow up from there like just just start slow and just move up you know don't start looking for oh i'm gonna get in i'm gonna put all my money here and look for the biggest play i'm gonna hold it i'm gonna try to get the biggest play like no you're end up you're gonna end up blowing up your account and then you're gonna end up quitting like oh i just lost all this money and stuff like that so you know that's the end of part one. You know, I explained about the basics and everything like that. You know, in part two, I'm going to try to go into more details and everything like that. So I want to thank you guys for listening today. Um, the road to success on flat tires. This is the end of part one. And let's just write out some cool ass beat. Let's get it.